Welcome to the Pharmaproof Podcast Series, a bi-weekly podcast to promote animal health through biosecurity. The Global Animal Health Product Management Team shares with you easy and digestible knowledge and info from the field that is pharma-approved. Hello everybody, my name is Karl and today I'm together with my colleague Ilin. Hello! We discussed already the principles of biosecurity and today we will cover three different vectors of the biosecurity program. Hygiene, cleaning and disinfection and personal. Let's first start with the hygiene. What does it mean, hygiene on a farm? Well, hygiene on a farm means, in first place, protecting your farm against infections from outside. Second, stopping pathogens from spreading inside the farm. So, now we are talking about external and internal biosecurity. The principal sources of infection are direct contact, indirect contact, or... um, Direct contact, there we have contact with infected animals. Indirect contact, it can be via equipment or via boots, transport, rodents or things like that. And uh, important to know, the survival time of pathogens on a farm is really variating from different species. So we can have pathogens in the air, there they survive for hours. We can have them in water and there they survive for days. And then manure, what is most present on a farm and in a barn, there they can survive for months. For months? Whoa. For (coughs) months, indeed. Impressive. So general hygiene is a must on a farm. If I want to visit a farm, what do you have to do or which rules or restrictions should be given by the farmer? So indeed, because of the pathogens, because we have to protect our farm or we have to stop the spread of pathogens, hygiene is a must on a farm. Everyone that is coming on a farm has to be treated as a visitor. If it's the vet, if it's an advisor, if it's a supplier, uh, a friend, whoever, everybody that comes on a farm has to be treated as a visitor. Visitors should not be allowed to turn up unannounced and the visit must be limited to what is strictly necessary. Mm -hmm. All unnecessary contact with the animals must be avoided. If they don't have to be in the barn, they don't come in the barn. If you want to um, keep up the good work and, and improve your biosecurity on the farm. The simplest way to do this is to hang a sign at the entrance of the farm that clearly states that they cannot enter your farm. They also have to register on the entering of the farm because if there is an outbreak and your animals are becoming sick, you can have a traceability of the persons that came in your farm and that can be a risk or that could be a transmitter of a disease. So, um, also external, ser- external services are responsible to clean and disinfect their tools and equipment if there is direct contact with, an- with animals. So, a sign on the door and they have to sign in that you know who was coming in your yep. farm. Okay, that's already a good start. Everybody coming on the farm has to be handled as a vit- visitor because you never know where they are coming from and that they can carry pathogens or disease and bring them on the farm. 
So before a visitor can enter a barn, he has to take some hygiene relation actions, I suppose. Indeed. So after the registering, they also have to change boots, clothes and wash their hands. So the entire facility should be constructed in such a way that the clean and contaminated sections are strictly separate uh, from each other. So that means <coughs> a dirty zone or a contaminated mm -hmm. zone is the first part and there they enter with their own shoes, with their own clothes. Uh, so everything is considered as dirty. The clean zone is the zone before they can enter the barn. Yep. There they have to wash and disinfect their hands, change clothes, barn-specific clothes, and disinfect boots or wear uh, farm-specific boots. Mm -hmm. And what do you mean with the contaminated zone? So the contaminated zone is if you open the door of a farm, you enter the contaminated zone. So there we have to... Um, to leave our own clothing and footwear and we have to provide them farm specific or barn specific materials uh, to go to the clean zone. There they also um, have to wash and disinfect their hands and they should uh, shower. So before they can enter they have to take a shower. <laughs> Let's say that people have to be cleaned and disinfected before they can enter the barn. Yeah, indeed, you can see it like that. But what about the cleaning and disinfection of the hygiene facility? Indeed, that's also really important because you have a clean and a dirty zone in a hygiene lock. You should also have a cleaning and disinfection protocol over there. And you should clean it completely every week if you want to uh, avoid pathogens coming in or spreading via the hygiene lock. And when doing so, the separation between the contaminated and the clean zones must be respected at all times. So it's not because you are cleaning them that you don't have to respect the walking way from contaminated to clean zones. So tools and equipment absolutely have to be the farm's own. So no foreign materials or no other equipment from other people are coming in without cleaning and disinfection. If certain tools and equipment still have to be used on another farm, they must be cleaned and disinfected before coming back in the uncontaminated part of the farm. Yeah, that's that sounds logic for me. Yeah, indeed. And if I come on a farm, I see often a bootbat, footbat or bootbat at the entrance of a farm. But where do they have to place it and what is the optimal protocol to be sure that a disinfection bath does not become a contamination bath? Indeed, really important. It's nice if you, you see a food bath, but if it's not well managed, then it becomes a contamination bath. So the best place to put it is at the outer door to every unit so that every separate unit has his own food bath and that they have to go through before they enter the barn. So if you can put it in the middle of the entrance, just do it. Then they cannot yeah. walk yeah. Uh, or pass by the food bot without walking through the food bot. The boots must always be clean before they are disinfected. For sure, if they are really dirty. We have to refill the food bot regularly and we have to replace it with a disinfectant that is suitable for an environment with a great deal of organic contamination. Because... 
yeah, there is a, a lot of organic load, and we need to make, uh, we have to make sure that our disinfectant can work against it. Yeah, and um, that was for the boots and for the hands. How is it the protocol? Hands easy. You have to wash and disinfect your hands always when you enter a farm, and the best is to wash it with a disinfecting soap, for example, and then a disinfection. Then you are sure that they follow the good protocol. And you have to wash and disinfect every part of your hand, every finger, your palm, hand palm, uh, the back of your hands, everything. Oh, okay, and if one farm has more units, how do we handle this? Do we have the chain? Do we have to change clothes in every unit? Or can we be, can we through every unit with the same boots and clothes? No, if there are different units, you have to change boots and clothes and wash your hands if you change from one unit to another unit. So it's strongly advised to put implement hygiene procedures at the exit and at the entrance between different sections on a farm. So every section has his own entrance and exit. Washing hands, changing boots and changing clothes. Okay, now we, we know a little bit more about the hygiene vector of the biosecurity program. Let's go to the cleaning and disinfection ve vector. What does the farmer do when animals are loaded to go to the slaughterhouse? Easy. The barn is empty, so they have to clean and disinfect. Always. If they move to another unit or if they go to the slaughterhouse, Cleaning and disinfection has to be done. And what are the important parameters for a good cleaning and disinfection process? The most important parameters to have a successful process is first the product. You have to choose the right product for the right protocol. The second one is your protocol. If you don't know the steps to to fulfill your, uh, your complete cleaning and disinfection process, then you cannot reach the results that you want. And the third parameter is the people that have to do it. People have to know how they have to clean and disinfect. So product, protocol and people are three important parameters to have a successful process. And another important parameter are the critical control points. Because there are always more difficult points, more easy yeah. points. They need to know which ones are difficult and how they have to clean and disinfect them. Okay? Yeah. And about the personal, how can we ensure that people know what to do and how to do? That's training. People yeah. need to be trained that they know what they have to do, how they have to do, that they know which product to use, that they know which steps to do first and how to finish their protocol. And uh, for example, if nobody tells them that they have to wash and disinfect their hands before entering a barn, they cannot know and we cannot punish them because they don't do. Training is the most important part if you want people to do something in the right way with the right products and the right protocol. And only in this way you can succeed. Yeah, so training and repetition is a very important topic in the personal part of it. Yeah, indeed. It all starts with the training. 
Okay, thank you, Elin. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Find us on all streaming platforms, YouTube, and online at farmapproved.com. Check back in two weeks for new episodes. Until next time.